Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. Trust is a big word. This is a line that I usually hear since I was a kid. Other statements concerning this idea of trust would be, you have to earn my trust and, uh, or uh, put, your trust, put your trust on me. So for this episode, I will be sharing my thoughts about this uh, quote-unquote big word. But I will be sharing my perspective about trust from a spiritual standpoint, which hopefully and eventually will um, find application in our everyday lives. One way or another, we all put our trust on something or on someone. Trust creates in us a certain sense of security. Trust steers our sense of hope. Trust moves us from a place of uncertainty to a certain position of quote-unquote Everything will be fine. You see, at times we can be distrustful, but this tendency of ours to be distrustful is always connected with our view of security. What I mean is that we do not trust something or someone absent any sense of security. You see, our tendency to trust is always anchored on two things. First, a recognition of our inability to predict what will happen in the future, and second, secondly, the guarantee that our object of trust can protect and provide for us during that uh, uncertain future. Some put their trust uh, on money, in, in money. Certain people uh, believe that if they have lots of money in their bank accounts, uh, their money secures their future. They put their hope on their wealth, such as uh, their houses, cars, or other forms of investments. They make it their life's occupation, preoccupation to accumulate as much money and wealth as possible. Money has become their life's motivation and purpose. Others put their trust um, on their careers, their influence, and uh, their power. For them, their profession is uh, their source of security. Their position and authority is all that matters to them. Hence, they will do everything and anything just to maintain and retain a certain position they are holding, especially if that position is a source of power and authority. Still, others put their trust on men. These people rely on men to secure their future. They make sure that they are well-connected with powerful individuals who are capable of providing job promotions or uh, business opportunities. The problem, however, with all these objects of trust is that they are all fleeting. 
they are temporary. They will eventually pass away. They have an ending. And the security that one may thought of having over these objects turns out to be no security at all. These objects will eventually expire. And when they do, those who put their trust in them will realize that they have been deceived, believing that they trusted in a reliable and a firm foundation. And our children may grow to be this kind of person, a person who believes in a lie that the things of this world can be trusted upon. Without correct instruction and proper guidance from their parents, children may grow up chasing the fleeting things of this world in the hope that this will secure them in life. And our children may grow trusting the wrong objects and end up bearing the consequences of this mistake. As parents, we must help our children trust in the correct objects. Um, more correctly stated, we must direct our children to trust the right person. In uh, Psalm chapter 20, verse 7, King David declared the following. He said, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. You see, in the culture in time of David, chariots and horses are vital components of military strength, especially for David. And uh, considering that he is a king and is therefore the uh, military head of his army, it is totally understandable if he will express a certain degree of confidence in having chariots and horses at his disposal. Nevertheless, um, David acknowledges that real strength and power does not come from these resources. God alone is the source of strength, providence, and power for David. Hence, it is in God alone whom David trusts. We need to teach our children to trust God. You see, as they are growing up, they will face many situations and temptations that will define their idea of security. We need to guide them and instruct them to trust God first and foremost. While it may not be a totally bad thing to work hard and achieve a certain level of success in the standard of the world, such an opportunity must not cloud or change our children's belief about trusting the Lord. The question now is, what reasons can we cite, can we give, why we must trust God? Well, here are just some of the reasons supporting my belief that real security can only be found uh, by trusting God. And these are the same reasons that we can tell our children about um, in the subject of trusting the Lord and tell them about it as they are growing up. The first reason, God is in control. Number one, God is in control. You see, the, the world may seem to be out of control at times, but God never loses control. He knows the end from the beginning, and whether you believe it or not, everything happens according to His sovereign plan. 
And what does that mean to us? Well, it simply means that whatever is happening in our personal lives, and this includes trials, problems, sufferings, all of it, all of um, these experiences happen for a purpose. Because God is in control, we can be confident that God intends to accomplish His purpose even in the midst of our sufferings. And when there's a reason behind all our experiences, then we can fully trust God. So first, God is in control. Second, God is faithful. God is faithful. God's character is reason enough for us to trust Him. He is faithful. This means that He never changes. Consequently, when He makes a promise, we can be assured that He will fulfill it. And you see, uh, the Bible is full of God's promises. If only one will just intently read, study, and meditate on the Scriptures, God's promises are all there. And, and God guarantees that He will certainly do all His promises for His children. God never changes, my friend. So what He said a long time ago for the benefit of His children remains the same um, till this present time. That's why we can trust Him. We can trust God because God is faithful. Therefore, He will never lie. And he will remain faithful even when we are faithless most of the time. So that's number two. God is faithful. The last one. God alone provides eternal security. God alone provides eternal security. We can trust God because his faithfulness extends beyond this lifetime. God's deliverance, provision, and salvation... All of it are eternal in nature. The security that God provides is not fleeting, unlike the security that the world may seem to provide. God's security abides forever. Even Jesus warned us with this. He said, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world yet loses his soul? That's in Mark chapter 8, verse 36. You see, one can have all the wealth, influence, and authority and power that this world can offer. Yet, if that person loses his soul, meaning he will not spend eternity in heaven, gaining the whole world now is really meaningless. And that's the point that I'm trying to drive at at the beginning of this discussion, right? We cannot be really secured with the things of this world. The pleasure and security that we get out from these things are temporary. It is, they are only as good as we live. But the security that God provides extends to eternity. That's why we need to trust Him. We need to trust Christ for our salvation. Once our eternity, our salvation is secured, Everything else becomes bearable in this life. All the sufferings, all the trials, and all the pain. Let me end with this proverb. In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 6, um, the, the verses teaches us, teach us this. Trust 
in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. You see, we only have a few years to instruct our children with wisdom that will guide them for a lifetime. So teach them to trust in the Lord. And for us, we only have a borrowed time living in this world. So we ourselves must learn to trust in the Lord. So that's it for today's episode. Till next time.